This is a T-Sauce Instrumental. Yo, yo, what up? It's Frothism in the building. Ha Let's light one up. Tony, what up? What up? We in the building, right? We're gonna do it like this. Tony talk, listen up to Tony talk. Tony talk, listen up to Tony talk. Crack a brew, pull a chair, light it up. Uh. Tony talk, listen up to Tony talk. Salcedo, he be the Mexicano. The boss in the building believe that he be El Macho. Interviewing the making, the voice of the people. Try to shut the show down, your attempts be feeble. Follow the leader, acknowledge the one with the mic. We can even bring the ladies in and party all night. Pull up a chair, take a seat, broadcast on. Cool as can be when we blast raw rap songs. Roll up a bleezy, how we make it seem so easy. Throw up the PC, West Coast, oh so steez. No joke in the breeze, palm trees, Venice Beach, OC. Listen up to Tony talk when he speak. He got your favorite guest, your favorite rapper. He got all of your favorites, your favorite actor. actor. Tony on the talk, Tony Montana. Keep your ears open, cause Tony got the answers. Tony talk, listen up to Tony talk. Tony talk, listen up to Tony talk. Crack a brew, pull a chair, light it up. Uh. Tony talk, listen up to Tony talk. Yo, what's good? It's your man, Tony Nadio. Thank you guys for tuning in. Hope you enjoyed the interview. Hope you enjoyed the tracks. Make sure to show love to Tony's Talk Podcast. Only right here, man, on Tony's Talk Podcast. Y'all know what it is, man. Feel the breeze, putos. Now you probably opening the CD case. I'm not so the team personally. Shit, you never know. You might have just downloaded it off of iTunes. I'm gonna take you on a little journey with me. I'm gonna paint you a nice little picture of who I am. I wake up in the morning, 5.30, bright and early yeah. Sun ain't even set yet, still I'm up working Smoke on my breath from the cold I inhale Still I work hard for my life to prevail We all do dirt, thank God I dodge jail Pitching on the block, I'm sure y'all know what that entails So I stepped it up a notch, stopped messing with the block Robberies botch, my eyes peeled like a hawk Mom always said there'll be days like this So when the shit hits the fan, I don't even get pissed I take the ups and the downs with a grain of salt Look back on my past and I see my faults I was a good kid, mixed up with the wrong folks So every night I held mama with the pot roast And played ball till the lights came on Until pop started yelling, boy get your ass home Soon you'll yeah. see, just where you're supposed to be So come take a trip for me Roll up and down the street Soon you'll see We all take a different road Nobody really knows How it's gonna be Feel them no more. I take it day by day, seeing what's in store. Elementary been gone, junior high been gone. High school, I was a mess, man. The time's been gone. Got my license plate ball, went to prom with one of the hottest chicks the boys were shitting on. Top notch, hot vibes, how I was picking on. Young player in the making, I was getting on. In and out of love, in love with the flesh. Just a young boy thinking life about sex. Getting money, not worried about the rest Putting value on materials, thinking that was success But nah, I soon learned the value of life And how not valuing your blessings end up losing your rights Losing your sight, don't wanna be a loser in life But I'm a winner, I've never been the losing type Now nah. see, just where you're supposed to be So come take a trip with me Roll up and down the street Soon you'll see, we all take a different road Nobody really knows how it's gonna be so I sat down and buckle up, map out a formula Never back down, knuckle up, look in my cornea They say the eyes are the windows to the soul And I ain't never been the type to let a person take control My soul is my soul, my heart is my heart Take that from me, I hope you're ready to go far See, I'm ready to go hard, always playing the game smart So don't get out of line if you ain't willing to play the part I've been doing me, now they mimicking my moves Gimmicks and they music, now they looking like some tools 30 years down the line, bet I'm still doing me Fresh kicks, fresh denim Ralph Lauren Polo T. Fresh. 
I'm so classic, listen to how I'm spazzing None of my vocals clashing, shout out my nigga glasses Love where my life is at, it's fantastic I'm taking y'all in time, my stories you can have Soon you'll see, just where you're supposed to be So come take a trip with me Roll up and down these streets Soon you'll see, we all take a different road Nobody really knows how it's gonna be
Tony Nario, what up, man? What up, man? How you doing? Good, good, and yourself? Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah. How you doing? Pretty good, man. Pretty good. My bad. I had put my earpiece in, so I wasn't sure if you could well, hear me good or not. No, no I can <laughs> hear you. You're perfect. Thank you. Uh, thank you for coming on Tony's Talk tonight, man. It's a, it's a, it's a pleasure. Yeah, likewise, uh, man. You thank, the li- thank you for can having you tell me. The yeah, no problem, man. No problem. Always a pleasure to have, you know, a good artist, a great artist like yourself on the podcast, you know, and just great individuals. Um, Thank you. Can you tell me um, a little bit about yourself and what you do for the listeners that don't know you? Well, my name is Tony Nadio. I also go by Alcatraz, Hip Hop Alcatraz. I'm a recording artist. I'm a father. I'm a hip hop uh, connoisseur. I'm a boxing connoisseur. <laughs> okay, but, okay. That's um, right. Yeah, but this is obviously this interview is more about the new album that I just put out. So, recording artists, they can look everything up under Tony Nario, T O N Y N A R I O. Okay, perfect, perfect, man. You have some pretty dope tracks, man. You work with the homie Breeze as well, man. You guys always put out great tracks. Um, can you tell me what first got you into music? Like, listening to me, what kind of music did you listen to growing up? Um, you know, as a kid, man, my, my dad was bumping, you know, uh, Rodney O and Joe Cooley, uh, LL Cool J. Okay. Um, you know, Disco 3, Cool Mo D, you know, uh, you know, Fab Five Freddy, all, anything you could think of, he was, you know, playing it. And then Ice T, and then as everything progressed. So I grew up listening to a lot of that stuff and, and um, a, lot of, a lot of those artists. And obviously, being a little, little kid at, at, at the time, you know, I just grew. And I was influenced by all that. And, you know, I got into pop locking and I was always intrigued by the graffiti and the, just the culture in itself. Um, then we moved to Inglewood, California. And I think it was like 1984, 85, somewhere around there. Um, and, you know, it was just, it was different. You know, I, I started uh, learning the, the the culture from an LA perspective because at that time like NWA obviously was West Coast right but the dominant um part of the culture at that point was still East Coast everything was East Coast you know and uh and just one thing led to another man I think I started messing around on tape recorders and recording myself and you know um Okay. You know, I, I just started rhyming, rhyming like little, you know, nursery rhymes and stuff. And it just kind of grew from there. You know what I mean? But I always had music in my life, you know, like while I'm listening to rap music, you know, my mom's playing like Michael Jackson and like, you know, they had she had a bunch of records like the Platters and Temptations and all these different records that she would listen to. That's badass, bro. You know, that's. That's the whole vibe right there, man. That's like the hip hop culture for sure, right there. Like the hip hop culture was listen listen to all that type of music as well. You know, even even like Chicanos, you know, here in California, we listen to you know even corridos, rancheras, stuff like that. So mm-hmm, you know, I, that's mm-hmm. tight that you got you came from you know came from the east, you came over to Cali. You got the whole you got both of the best worlds, you know. So that's mm-hmm. badass, man. That's that's badass. Um, yeah. Can you tell me who inspired you to make music? Um. I don't know if I had, would necessarily or, say... And, or, and, or what did? Just watching it all grow, man. Just growing up here in L.A., growing up watching a lot of it on, on television, watching it, watching my friends do it. Um, you know, uh, just, just seeing it happen. You know, I still remember, you know, like, you know, Beach Street and like, Breaking, Electric Boogaloo, like all these movies that were just influenced. I think uh, when it first like kind of went like Main Street, Street Pop, like I think my mom and my dad went to go see uh, some old school movie called Flashdance, which was about some chick that was like an aerobics dancer. But they put, that was like the first time break dancing, like they showed it, you know, on a big screen, like, you know, because it was starting to blow up. It was blowing up is what it was. You know, people still thought it was a fad at the time, but it was it was blowing up. So I think just watching all that, I would say I would say my biggest influence, man, to be honest, like where I just really decided like I wanted to start rhyming was after I heard, um, you know, Digital Underground, like Digital Underground was really like influential to me 
just even starting to try to rap, listening, you know, to the Humpty Dance and Shock G. And, you know, at that point, I didn't even know, like, no one knew Tupac was going to be Tupac. Like, he was just still Tupac from Digital Underground. You know what I mean? Like, no, no, he, I feel you. Yeah, he hadn't blown up yet. So it was, it was just one of those things. But yeah, man, I mean, you know, just you gotta i don't know if you remember any movies there's like a movie called disorderlies that was like the fat boys were a part of that movie you know what i mean i used to okay. always relate because um you know one of the fat boys rest in peace i believe it's uh prince 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 marky b who passed away rest in peace you know he was puerto rican so i always attached to hip-hop even more when i seen like latinos even if they weren't mexican because i'm you know i'm chicano but yeah, yeah. You know, but at the same token, I still look at it like, oh, you know, these fools speak Spanish, like, you know, they're Puerto Rican. Like, I never, I never, my parents never raised me to really look at things different like that. So I never looked at like, oh, Salvadoreños, like they're different, or, you know, Guatemalans, they're different. Like, I didn't, I've never really seen it that way. I mean, obviously, as you get older, people, you know, you learn things because you're in school and, you know, I think um, separation and segregation is taught here in this country. Um, yeah, yeah. But but overall, I was never really just taught that. You know, what I mean, I grew up around blacks most of my life uh, in Inglewood. You know, because Rasa didn't really move in in major numbers in Inglewood till somewhere around '92, somewhere yeah. around there. Um, prior to that, when I moved there, when what I said, what I said, '85, '86, or whatever that was. Um, you know, I think we were like one of four you know, Chicano families on the block. Everybody else was black. I think we had like one white family that was our next door neighbors. Um, and everybody else was black on the block. I think the homie Pete and his dad, they moved in later. The homie Tito, they moved in later. I think it was just me, the homie Lewis, and the homie Robert um, that were the only ones that were the Mexican families. And Robert was half white. So, you know, I was like, we 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 it was an interesting time to grow up but at the same time when you're kids you don't really look at colors bro i could say that no, like no. you, you no, know i you feel just, you man man you just play go play football play basketball and that's that uh, we were we were all into hip-hop though man it was that you know hip-hop was has always been a very big influence man before it became a cool a cool thing like you know i i went through the stages of being the mexican kid who was into hip-hop and then like i ended up going to school out in santa monica and a lot of the rasa over there are like oh you're trying to be black you're trying to be this you're trying to be that because it wasn't caught up yet you know yeah, what i mean yeah, I so so while i'm wearing my hat you know tilted to the side i'm trying to look like tupac like Nas, and all these dudes you know um emulating them and what i'm seeing you know, Rasa's kind of like, what is this fool doing? Because like, if because if you, the thing was, was I was so influenced by East Coast hip hop was it. So my look was more kind of linked towards that. You get what I'm saying? Whereas if you were West Coast and you were kind of in the lifestyle over here, then you looked probably more like Frost or like Easy e But most times that was most the fools that were like gangsters or trying to be gangsters. You get what no, I mean? I feel yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel you meant all that. Yeah. The that's crazy Browns though. Mm-hmm. No, that's, I feel you, man. That's crazy too because it is true. You know, the East Coast did have a big, heavy influence back in the day. Like it was mostly East Coast that you heard, you know, or even mm-hmm. like the South, the South a little bit too, you know. But um, Uncle Luke, yeah, all that, yeah. I understand what you're saying about the like you never taught, you were never taught to, you know, distinguish between races and stuff like that. You know, we it's all love. You know, we got we, you got to unite the people. You know, everyone's got to respect each other. Everyone's got to work together. You know what I mean? So I feel you what you're saying about that. Yeah. Um, I'm just giving my perspective. Everybody grows up different too, you know? Um, yeah, no, like I feel I, you. Like I, like I, you know, I have a, a really good record that people still play. I don't know if you've heard. It's called um, Mexicano with me and Midget Loco. And okay, no, um, I haven't checked that one out yet. Oh, you got to check that out, man. It's a great record. Breeze produced that one. Him and uh, the homie Oreo from 27 Junkies put it together. And me and Midget wrote the record, and it's called Mexicano. And we're talking about the cultura. We're talking about our history. Because one thing about me, no matter how I grew up, bro, I was always tied into my roots. I always, my mom was born in Mexicali. My dad was born in Tepatitlan, Jalisco. Okay. So I was always tied into, you know, the roots of raza and who we are. I just loved hip hop. That was it. So when I met 
midget, what I was going to tie this into was, you know, having conversations with him, with a guy who grew up predominantly in East L.A., even if he moved around, he predominantly was in East L.A., they didn't have a lot of interracial uh gatherings so to speak right like it was mainly just raza in east la for a long time and and if you were anything other than raza you kind of i am grew up in east la you know and if you look at them like he knows more about our culture than probably the average person you know what i mean because he grew up around us and he was surrounded by us la so it just depends like where you grow yeah, yeah, yeah. Look up his story, man. Him, Taboo. Oh, Taboo's Mexican. A lot of people don't even know Taboo. I think that's his name. Taboo um, is Mexican, too. And then the other dude is Filipino. I forgot his okay. name. That's yeah. crazy. I didn't know that. That's pretty di- That's pretty tight, though. You know, it's, it's crazy. You know, the, you know, we all. it's all separation and segregation. But, you know, it's it also gives us, like, a, a culture and something to be prideful for. Like, there's only, like, only certain people. You know what I mean? Like, I feel you, like... Like, you know, like they say, you know, brown pride or, you know, like black mm-hmm. love and stuff like that. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I, I feel you. It's, it's a crazy topic. You know what I mean? You can, you, can, you can say so many things about it. But um, right. How how would you describe the music that you typically create? Um, For me, I have always been a, an, an artistic artist. Um, I think when I first started, it was more about like, lyricism because that was the era that i grew up in so i was emulating east coast hip-hop uh not understanding that west coast music was more about culture right so my, my early records were more about like lyricism being lyrical trying to be the best lyricist um and then as i evolved i learned how to make better records and better songs so i think now uh my style, I guess, if I, if I had to give it one, it's thought-provoking, but at the same time, just artistic and eclectic. Like, if you listen to the album, like, you'll get, you know, the whole album's called Soon You'll See. But if you listen to, like, Soon You'll See and Characters, which I don't know if you played already oh, or char- you're going to characters, play. Characters is a great track, man. I was going to tell you that. Man. That's a great-ass track right there. Thank you, brother. And that's my story. You know what I mean? That's why I'm talking about different people. My cousin Bandit, rest in peace. You know, like these different ways that I grew up where I wasn't necessarily from a hood or, you know, heavy in the streets, but I was in the streets. I was always in the streets. You get what I'm saying? And well, I feel I, you, man. I gave that perspective on that record. Um, but then you can go to like things you do with T Lopez, where it's more of a poppy record and it's fun. And it's about, a you know, you know, uh, uh, being romantic. Cause that's another part that, you know, as Rasa, I think that's our biggest success. Uh, our records that are like love records, when you think about it, because they're that's naturally in our culture. Like it's yeah, part yeah, of yeah. it to be loving, to be affectionate. You know, it's it's part of it. So I think that's why those records always work. Like remember when Brown Boy had uh, "I Can Be Your Superman" or you know, Bash had like sugar, sugar, even though that was about smoking weed. If you didn't know any better and you didn't understand yeah. the artistry, you might've thought he was talking about a girl. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, you know, um, summer nights, neighborhood music, great stories, you know what I mean? So that, that's just what I would explain, say about my artistry, bro. I just think it's, it's great art uh, and it's thought provoking a lot of times because any record that you listen to, I'm gonna drop some gems in there. You know oh, you said I mean? some, I've heard I heard some lyrics recently when I was listening to the track you sent in. I was listening to some lyrics and I, I just slipped my mind which one it was, but I, it caught my attention. I kept making me think a little bit in my head, like, oh, that was crazy right there, you know? So Yeah. You know, I feel you, man. It is thought-provoking. It is. I appreciate um, that, man. How is your creative process when you go to write a song, a verse, or anything like that? Uh, these days... Um, you know, shout out to Breeze, shout out to my boy Glasses, shout out to Tommy Guns, all the people that I worked with, man. Um, these days, uh, you know, because for the last, what, nine years that I didn't put nothing out, I've just been sitting in studio sessions off and on, me and Glasses. And uh, I watch him because he, he doesn't write on paper. He just writes in his head. He does the whole, you know how you've heard Biggie and Wayne 
And I didn't understand that process before. Uh, and I used to think it was impossible because it was like, you know, I had to write on paper. But the thing, what I've noticed, it's cool to write on paper because, you know, there's an art form to it. But I think what we tend to do sometimes when we write as artists um, is we write margin to margin because that's literally how paper is. There's a margin to yeah. margin. So you write from one one margin to the other margin. Um, and when you release yourself of that and you just start to write the lines in your head, which is what I do now, I'll sit there and I think of the first two lines, repeat them, repeat them, repeat them. I'll do it while I'm driving. And then once I got those two, I get to the next two, you know. For me right now, writing in my head has been the best way. It gives me a better flow. Uh, it's not as intricate yet because I'm not completely there yet. You know what I mean? So I can't, you know, I'm not, it's not super lyrical, uh, but I don't necessarily always want every track to be that way either. You know what I mean? Because I think that's where <clears throat> a lot of artists get confused. They think like, oh, I'm going to be super lyrical. Well, you know, the best of the best were not lyrical on every track. Let me tell you, ever. Like, you know what I mean? Like most deaf who would be some, you know, Yasin Bey, who would be probably considered a really dope underground slash crossed over, you know, um, hip-hop artist you know his biggest records weren't the most lyrical you know what i mean and when i say lyrical because sometimes people uh like to equate lyricism with uh multi-syllables and and metaphors and punchlines, and it's like yeah that's cool but if that's all you're doing and you're not telling a story like then what are you that's why like when i like we say we talk about little wayne like little wayne is dope super dope but when it comes to content, like none of his body of work really holds up content wise when you start talk, putting them up against Pac or Big or Nas or Jay, like those guys have real conceptual records. And Wayne, if you notice, never really had super, I'm not saying that he hasn't had any, but overall his body of work, he doesn't have super conceptual tracks because his shit was more punchlines, 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 lyrical, lyrical, lyrical. You know what yeah. I mean? No, I feel he wasn't really he wasn't really telling a story, and that's what you need. It needs to be catchy and a story, you know, like a repetitive story. That's what it gotta be, you know what I mean? Like a, and even the lyrics just gotta be like, you know, just telling a story and painting paint a picture, like paint the picture in their head by the words you say. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I think the best of the best do that. You know, every now and then you have a rapidy rap song that breaks through, like a Feral Manch. You know, when he did the Get the Fuck Up track, that was a good one. Um, yeah. I think uh, another rap song that made it big was Eminem, Lose Yourself. I mean, that literally was a rap about rapping. When I say rapidy rap, I mean guys that rap about rapping. That's what rapidy rap is. Okay, you get okay. what I mean? Yeah, They're yeah. not, you know, and it's not that it can't be a good song, but I mean, think about it. Like, M in that song was literally talking about forgetting his rhymes, you know, mom spaghetti, sweat on his... He's talking about a moment, but it's rapping about rapping. Whereas... Uh, did he ever have a song that wasn't about rapping? Yes. Um, Sorry Mama. Remember that one? That wasn't yeah, yeah. about rapping. That was about his mother being on drugs. That was totally different. Um, but every other... Like, M was probably one of the best ones I could talk about about rappers that rap about rapping. Um, you know, Nas is a great storyteller, you know. Of course, he comes... Um, he comes from that era, like Slick Rick and stuff. Uh, I personally now I, my my boy Manny because I always give him shit about this just because he's like he's my age and we're a little bit older so you know I I like the younger artists but I I just give him a hard time because sometimes he's so into the young artists. Um, but Lil Dirk is a really good storyteller. I don't know if you've listened to Lil Dirk. But I think I heard a couple of his tracks before. They're pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's got like dig into his album. He's got some great stories. Um, Kodak Black has really good stories. Uh, that other kid, the one that went to jail because that he told a story about killing somebody. Y.W. Nelly, that was that was insane. That record you might as well put up there with like Immortal Technique, Dance with the Devil. Like that's, crazy that's shit. because he told a story, bro. And this boy ended up going to court for a murder that he committed, and he made a hit song. About, about the murder he committed. Yeah, that's fucking crazy. That's fucking insane, bro. His kids are crazy, man. But that just, that just goes to show you right there that you know music is about expressing yourself and what you're going through, man. You know what I mean? Like, 
Because that's what, you know, you're just telling a story, you know, that's what it is. And that's why they, people, that's what they always say, like, oh, people are, like, telling on themselves, like, rappers are telling on themselves about what they're doing. But, you know, they're just, they're just expressing how they feel. That's the, that's what they're living, you know what I mean? So, well, I think why people are saying that tone is because we used to tell stories with a little fabrication, at least our artists, right? Like the Biggies and the Jays and Nas, like, they tell you stories, but they tell you... Like, yeah, you're sneaky. Yeah, you're hiding it a little bit. Yeah, yeah, I feel Right, you. but but these younger dudes, some of them, I won't say all of them, but a lot of them, because they're getting caught, they're telling actual stories. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Where, it, where, where it's even being brought up in court, and that's insane. They need to relax. No, that is horrible. <laughs> that is horrible, man. That is horrible, yeah. you know? No, I feel mm-hmm. you, man. Who who would you like the most to collaborate with? If you could collaborate with anyone out there right now, uh, like someone known or unknown, or doesn't anyone, matter? anyone, anyone out there, man, anyone you would like? Right now, I mean, now that I've got, like I told you, I took a nine year hiatus, so now that I'm actually back into the groove of things, uh, you know, uh, I don't know if you knew my last project that I put out nine years ago before this one was hosted by DJ Tony Touch, so. Okay. I've been wanting to get back and uh, I, well, I actually reached out to him already. So once he come, once we get together, I really, really want to do a track with Fat Joe. I want to do a track with Fat Joe. And obviously I would love to do a track with Nas. You know what I mean? That would be like the pinnacle, you know, Fat Joe, Nas. Um, and Cube. Okay. Cube would be another one. Mm. There's some pretty dope artists right there, man. I can see, I could, I could hear you guys on the track together. That's tight. That's yeah, badass, man. It's definitely possible. You know what I mean? Yeah, nah, for sure. Uh, on a, on a, on a, on a different level, like just with Rasa, I would like to do something with uh, Rob, Lil Rob. I'd like to do okay. something with, I'd like to do something with Bash. Um, nice. Uh, if I can eventually somehow, I'm sure I'll meet him at some point. I'd like to do something with Mr. Shadow. Um, I would like to do something with Reverie. She's super dope. I like her a lot. Yeah, I heard her. Yeah, Reverie. Um, and I think I think that's you know, I mean, obviously the pinnacles, bro. Like you know, you have to get to a certain level, but I yeah, think anyone any. Anyone would love to do a track with Eminem or Jay Z, right? <laughs> Kendrick yeah, yeah. Lamar, J. Cole, you know, those That'd guys. But yeah, but you know, t- the thing about those, I'm realistic, bro. Those guys' rap levels are. Whew. Oh, no, I feel you. I feel you, man. I know how it goes, man. It's crazy out there, man. Yeah. It's Big, some great level. artists out there, different different levels in the industry and all that shit. I feel you. Yeah. yeah. Uh, who have you worked with in the past, man? Chris Rivers, Big Pun Son. Uh, Monique, Glasses Malone, um, who else? David Rolas, um, okay, shit, who else? Uh, oh, Mellow Man Ace, Kid Frost, okay, uh, okay. Let me see, who else? Uh, some old, some OGs right there, yeah, Be Real, um, nice. You know, and I that was through Mellow. So I, I actually was running with Mellow for a minute. Uh, he was like, he took me under his wing. You know, he he made he asked me if I wanted to be his hype man, and then he would take me on tour. He would let me perform shit off my own album, go out and sell my album. It was always dope. He was the going rolling with Mellow Man Ace. It was like my first time ever. Uh, you know, like really going doing shows outside of the state like we went to pueblo colorado we were in new mexico arizona you know places like that so you know texas um let me see who else uh well i didn't do a song with him but obviously he hosted my mixtape dj tony touch that was huge for me because it's like yeah that's that's tony toca you know what i mean Um, yeah that's badass yeah super cool dude and and those albums are all like for anyone listening bro like you know even yourself you go to tony nario all those albums i re-uploaded everything so you'll see all that like i have the escape my first album my neck of the woods volume one and my neck of the woods volume two which is hosted by tony touch and now i have the new project soon you'll see uh i'll be dropping like a little five song ep mixtape on soundcloud uh complete with videos over the next two months 
Um, and then me and Breeze are working on a whole nother project that we're going to drop following that. And we'll just keep going from there. You know, I'm in a I'm in a creative mood right now. So, you know, just I just keep keep working. That's badass, man. That's good. You got you got, you know, you got ambition, man. You, you know, you got some goals to set to achieve. You know, I feel you, man. That's good. Keep, I can't wait to hear more music from you, man. The, the tracks you, that I have listened to you from you, they're pretty fucking sick, man. They're dope. You know, you, uh, the one the one I played the other night was pretty dope. Um, what did you play? What's, I, I can't remember what it was. I have to check, man. I can't remember. It was the one that Breeze sent in the other day. It was just it was a Breeze beat, I think. It was just what he said. You guys sent it in like two days ago. Maybe it was I, game game don't wait or still tripping. Was it Spanglish? Oh, oh yeah, it was game game don't wait. I think yeah, it was that game one. don't wait. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. that one's clean. That one's clean. And Thank then the one of char- and characters as well. Sick ass track, man. Sick yeah, both, I really enjoyed that both. one. Both produced by Breeze, man. That dude's that dude's a genius. Yeah, man. He's he's dope, man. Breeze is dope, man. Feel the Breeze podcast. Be sure to check it out, guys. Oh yeah, um, OBM. Yeah. What's uh what your favorite track that you created thus far? Out of my whole career, or from this new project. Uh, what your favorite song from your? You can say both. You can say both of them. From my whole career, I would say it was a track me uh, that got me like a lot of traction, which with me and Tommy, um, it was called uh, uh, Dougie Fresh. Okay. And, and you know, it was a great, re- it's still a great record. Um, you know, it gave me my biggest push. It got me, you know, lots of love. Video got picked up by, uh, you know, Music Choice On Demand, MTVU was like in... I think the uh, 45 stores when she like chic shoes when it first came out they used to play music videos so I was up in there on the video big screen so Dougie Fresh would probably be like my all-time favorite song and it was fun and the video was fun too that's on my YouTube as well under Tony Nario uh, and then I would say recently I really I really liked characters man i've always i fell in love with that because i was going through something i was really going through something during that song when i wrote it and if you listen to it you can you can hear it you know what i mean it's deep bro it's deep yeah you know i was just kind of going through so much losing my cousin losing my homeboy losing like i lost a lot of people during that time and while i was losing homies i was like reminiscing on losing my grandmother who had already passed like years ago but just sometimes all these different emotions and stuff they kind of like come back and you know they bleed onto records like you know when you're an artist that's what it's supposed to do you know what i mean that's why i never understand artistry that's all about you know uh boasting and like you know just always trying to talk about either like how gangster you are or the streets it's like okay i get it that is life but even the even the the guys who had some of the most street records still still found a way to be vulnerable you know what i'm saying like I, I think the best artist, right? Hence why you get a, a song like Juicy from Big. You know what I mean? Okay. But then he'll but then he'll turn around and make, you know, uh Give me the loop. Give me the loop, yeah, you know what I mean? Or you're nobody till somebody kills you, you know what I mean? Like, you know, so um I'm sorry, I lost my train of thought. No, I no, I'll tell you, man, it's <clears throat> it's crazy. It's crazy though, man. You know, that's it's different. It's Everyone makes music different, you know. Some people don't understand the full concept of it. They don't have the knowledge. Like, you know, most of us have, you know, growing up, listening to it, the even the education we got on it just from our own experiences and learning it and studying it. You know what I mean? So they, they just do it how they do it. You know what I mean? Some people don't. They just, they're just going on there expressing themselves. Some people see it as a way to boast, to get fame, you know. So it, that's, what, that's why it's like that, you know. But I feel you, man. I understand what you're saying. Yeah, um, I just, I just, I don't think that that's complete artistry. I think because hip hop became um, a hustle, you know, people will try to use that angle just to make money off of it. That's yeah, fine. Do, do your exactly. thing, you know what I mean? Do your thing. But, you know, at the same time, you know, I, I still look at it from an artistic standpoint. Uh, that's why, like, I love when Kanye gets weird with his shit because if you understand artistry, then you'll pay attention to it and not just go, man, that shit's whack, just because it's not doing the same old boom, 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 I might not yeah. do that. You know what I mean? It's 
be different. I always listen. I always gave every track a chance, even if it sounds like not too great in the beginning. And I, I, I look for the great moments in it. You know what I mean? I always admire every time, every track. Every track has something to give you. You know, it has a feeling to give you or a little, little something. You know what I mean? I feel yeah, what you're saying. Yeah, you hit the nail on the head, bro. I think you know we're not gonna like every track, and that's okay. But I think you know, listen to it, give it, get into it at least thirty seconds, and then if after like thirty seconds you're kind of like not even liking where it's going, then change it. You know what I mean? That's fine. Yeah, exactly. No, I feel you, man. That's true, man. Can you tell me what's one of the most spontaneous things you've done in life or in the music? Whatever you would like to share. Say that. Ask that one more time. What's one of the most spontaneous things you've done in your life or in the music? Spontaneous things I've ever done in my life. That's a good question. Um, wow. I don't know if I can tell you the most spontaneous thing I've done in my life. I don't know if that's for... <laughs> okay, or, 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 or in the music. Or, yeah, uh, right? Because this is like spontaneous. I can, I've done some pretty no, yeah, crazy I, spontaneous I, shit. <laughs> keep it, keep it, keep it, keep it PG. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I think musically was just getting up and going, bro. Like I remember, um, you know, we had already been touring with Mello and different stuff, and we we came. Back. Yo, Tony, you there? Can you hear me? Yeah, you're back. You're back. Okay, my bad, man. Is uh getting a phone call. Sorry about that. Um, That's not good. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, long story short, basically, Mello had hit us up. We we're gonna be going on tour, this and that. And my boy D Royal, shout out to my boy D Royal. Um, you know, we're like, he was like, he was like, yeah, we're gonna take off. We're going to Arizona tonight. And then we're like, tonight? Like what? And I told D, I was like, yo, Melo's talking about going to Arizona tonight. And he was like, yeah. I said, well, he said, is he going to pay us? He's like, yeah, he's going to pay us and give us a per diem. He said, he was like, all right, fuck it. I'll drive. So we just packed it up in his Nissan Altima, bro. We took off, bro. We went, we took off that night. We went, we drove. I remember that one was one of the ones we drove Arizona to New Mexico. We ended up in Pueblo, Colorado. And that was like, I think what? 16 hours worth of driving you know what I mean I mean we rested that's crazy man yeah no that's spontaneous (laughs) for sure man you just got on the road all about the music you just go on the road for the music that's badass man yeah shout out to DJ DJ Rocky Raccoon went with us I still remember that that's funny okay okay that's tight that's tight yeah man Uh, you have any last words for your listeners out there before I uh, ask you your your last question Uh, man just hey you guys chase your dream chase your ambitions stay motivated check out the new album soon you'll see by your man tony nadio you know shout out to my man breeze for helping me make this happen obm um you know check check me out on all social platforms stream the album uh let me know good or bad criticism it's all it's all the same i take it with a grain of salt i appreciate those words man Last question for you, man, is what is your biggest goal in life or in the music? Uh, biggest goal in life, man, is to when for when my daughter gets older to just tell me that I was a great father because I've been trying to be a great father. Uh, in terms of music, um, I'm doing it. My goal is just to continue to put out. I got to a point finally where it wasn't so much about trying to blow up or nothing. It's about me putting out my art. So my goal is to continue to release my art throughout the years, no matter how old I get, just keep pumping it out and leave my legacy. Cause the internet's probably gonna live forever. I mean, at least in, until the most high is the whole world or if that, whatever happens, right? But no. as long as it's, as long as it's here, hopefully they'll be able to find it on the net. You know what I mean? I appreciate that, man. Yeah. Uh, as far as uh, you being a great father, just by you, just by that being your goal, you're already being a great father. And also, you know, the music, Thank man, you're already doing it, man. You're already doing it, man. You're pushing it out. All the, a lot of music right now. You're in the you're in the zone right now. You're pushing out music. Keep going, mm-hmm. man. You're doing the goal. You're already achieving your goals, man. Thank you, Tony. I, pre- I appreciate that, brother. No problem, man. I appreciate you, Tony, for coming on tonight, man. I'll talk to you later. You have a good night. You do the same, brother. Peace. Peace. Oh,
say I'm old school running with the wrong tracks. I say they new school running with what's real whack. It's cool though, I give kudos. Make y'all dinero mucho if that's what you aiming for. I never lay low, stay in my game, bro. Find my angle, money long like the hair off the little girl from Tangled. I never change though, like a homeless on the corner with the same clothes. Chasing the pesos, y'all chasing the same hoes. So what makes y'all think we in the same boat? Chasing the same goals. I'm fly in the sky like angels with halos. I rest my case though. I'll quote Nas, rap for Nizzy in the 90s. And if I never sell, I hope one day that they find me. Until then, y'all can all never mind me. I run with kings and queens and keep precise timing. From boom bap. I hate swag, so I guess I have no cool rap. Fuck it, you swag time to time. I guess I'm a hypocritical type of guy. What else? I smoke cigarettes but don't get high. I guess I'm ass backwards when I'm kicking my lines. I stay confusing you like I'm speaking in Thai. If you like toast and tolerant, you drinking a chai. I don't know what that means, but fuck it, it rhymed. And Alcatraz gonna do his thing till the day that he dies. My whole soul purpose kicking verses, you rehearsing, learning my words to surface close curtains when I'm working. Got your attention like a school grade teacher uh -huh. Now let me sermon you like a religious speaker Nah, I ain't gonna do that, I'm just having fun All I gotta say, remember where we come from yeah. I know what it is I came to do On my neck, I'm fine. Blaze it up one time and yell, fuck the world. Feeling like Prince surrounded by diamond and pearls. Tupac status hit him up with California love. Hypnotized with Biggie staring at the sky up above. It's just one of those beats that'll have you dipping. It's just one of those beats that have you. Somos pocos, pero locos. I put this game in the choke. Man, I fold you like a laptop. You ain't down with them high socks, fool. I've been doing this a long time, fool. So it's my time to shine now, fool. I don't care if I'm viejo. Let's go. Shit, you gon' give me my respeto. And I do this for the clique. I take your cheek, I keep her in your mouth. Put my dick up in a three. Should be like no three pass. Well, look at who's starting. Oh, yeah. I'm chilling. Look at who's starting shit, man. I be chillin' in my own zone But I pop lock like I'm ozone And y'all know I be hittin' Now Miralos got me straight trippin' Bunch of marks Oh yeah
Hey, what up, though? You're tuned in to Tony's Talk, the flyest podcast on the West Coast, homeboy. California. Hey, what up, Tony? Shit, I'm ready, dog. Bang me in. It's still back to the money, no stopping. By the call my G's, we about to get a poppin'. Spit that real shit to keep your whole head knocking. CBC told me I got that shit to keep you popping. Tony on the phone, I said, if I'm with it or I'm not. Pull and roll a couple bus, it's about to be a nada. Walk up in the party like the hardest in the room. Walk up in the party with a bad bitch or two. Step up in the corner, shit, homie, what to do? It's holla at your Wally and my G cartoon. Told me beast, it will be a be about to get it too. Pass me a couple shots so we can walk it all through, shit. Tony shot, homie from 21 to 22. We lifted and gifted because we the highest in the room. We about to get into it, baby, bring your friends too. Put a panties to the side, I'm about to get into it. Ayy, so when y'all be trying me, shit, baby, let me know. Cause your bitch, she be eyeing me. And I'm about to take her home. So when y'all be trying me, shit, baby, let me know. Cause your bitch, she be eyeing me. And I'm about to take her home. I done told y'all. Tony's talk. It's your boy Mike, you know, the flyest one you know. Thanks for tuning in. We're gonna see you next week. And the week after that.